0: To a brand new chapter of the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 24. Hope you're doing well today and hope you're having a good fall and looking forward to. I know I'm looking forward to the holidays coming up. You know, when you have grown children and grandchildren, more importantly, uh, you look forward to those times when you can all get together. And I would just say that if you still have children at home and you feel like your life is going a million miles an hour, hey, stop and smell the roses and really appreciate the fact that you're together and you have that time because very quickly, oh, those days end and uh, you miss those those times together. So don't know where that came from. Maybe I'm a little bit uh, uh, wistful today, but uh, here we are in Jeremiah 29. Would you look at 24 uh, and look at verse number one, Jeremiah 24 and verse number one. The Bible says, the Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord after that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah, with the carpenters and smiths. So that wouldn't be names of last names. That would be actual carpenters, craftsmen and smiths, people that could work with iron, from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. So a couple things about verse number one. First of all, the Lord is showing Jeremiah these two baskets of figs. Now, was this an actual thing that happened? Was it that God said to Jeremiah, go down to the temple of the Lord, and you'll see these two baskets sitting there that somebody apparently left for some reason? Maybe, but probably it's, it's just a vision that God is showing Jeremiah as he's shown him other things. Actually, it's kind of in both, hasn't it? Sometimes God shows Jeremiah a vision. Sometimes he says, hey, go down to the potter's house. So either way, God's showing him something, either in his mind's eye or physically. The point is the same, that God has a message about these two baskets of figs. Now, to that society back in those days, a basket of figs would be a good thing. Basket of figs. Figs would be like the candy of the day. I, I don't really like figs a lot, but uh, but 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 they're growing on me. I mean, I've I've had figs, and I think back in those days to get a sugar rush, and I mean it was just nice. Figs were figs were a, a staple uh, thing of the day, and so uh, a basket of figs represented abundance, and it would bring. Uh, a good feeling to somebody if, if those figs belonged to him. So God showed Jeremiah these two baskets of figs. But then God adds, or Jeremiah adds here in verse number one, that this was the time when Nebuchadnezzar had just taken Jeconiah captive back to Babylon. So rem- rem- remember, remember, uh, Nebuchadnezzar came to reign in 605 uh, BC. That was when Babylon defeated Egypt and they gained world prominence and it was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar and he actually came and took some of the chief young people of Babylon. Remember Daniel, Hanani, Mishael, Azariah? That was the first Babylonian invasion. Didn't really affect God's people much from the standpoint of of actual... Hurting the landscape or destroying the city or taking loads of people, but it was a message. It was a message that Nebuchadnezzar sent because what he did is he took some of the children of the kings and the king's seed and the chief princes of the land. That's who Daniel and and Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were. They were kids that were born, they were royalty. And I think what Nebuchadnezzar was doing was saying, I can I can control you. And I'm taking your kids hostage. We're dealing with hostage situations today in the news, aren't we? And that's leverage. I have your children. So that was the first invasion. Well, then, some years later, in 597 BC, the son of Josiah is reigning, a man by the name of Jehoiakim, who was, by the way, the king the first time when Nebuchadnezzar came in 605, well, now Jehoiakim, we read about him last chapter, two chapters ago, whenever it was, and how he was just full of himself and disregarded the people, disregarded God, just kind of built his own palace, served himself. And the, the at the end, he was buried like a donkey. We talked about that in one of our episodes. And his son, Jeconiah, also called Jehoiakim, with an N, Jehoiakim, also called Koniah, he reigned, but only for like three months. And what did Nebuchadnezzar do? Well, to send a message to God's people who still were not really falling in line, uh, Nebuchadnezzar said, okay, I'm going to up the ante and I'm going to take your king and depose him and bring him back to Babylon. And I'm going to bring some of the royal seed, uh, the queen mother, and I'm going to bring I'm going to bring some of the artisans and the workers and the skilled craftsmen of the country. I'm going to bring them back, no doubt, to work on his projects and to build Babylon. Remember later on, Nebuchadnezzar says, is that this Babylon that I have built? So he was a big builder and an architect and all that. So he's looking for the best and brightest from everywhere. Well, all that's going on. So what's happening in Jeremiah chapter number 24 is... This is the, the, This is 597. This is right after that invasion. And watch what happens now. Watch what the prophecy of the two baskets of figs, watch what it is. Verse number two, one basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe love to get fruit when it's first ripe. Uh, I, the fruit I love more than any other fruit, you probably know this, somebody that, that know me, is an apple. Uh, oh boy, just a fresh, crispy, tart apple. Uh, sometime around late September, early October, I'm really right now, I just love a good apple. And when it's first ripe, I don't like a, an overripe fruit, like a brown banana or a soft apple. So these figs that God is describing, or Jeremiah is describing in the Word of God, they're they're first ripe, a good basket of figs. Then watch what it says, verse number two. And the other basket had very naughty figs. (laughs) I I like the way the Old English says that, very naughty figs. Uh, uh, Figs that are, are bad, they're rotten, and they are not what you would eat, not what anybody would eat. So here's a basket of good figs at a basket of bad figs, And the Bible says, which could not be eaten, they were so bad. So here now, God creates, God sets the, he sets the context, the setting. And the setting here is, Jeconiah has been taken back to Babylon. The nation of Judah now has tasted a, a larger scale attack where a number of people have been captured and taken away. Probably many families are feeling the pain of losing loved ones. The country itself has a hurt economy because many of those that contribute to the economy, like the workers and and these smiths and these carpenters and the heavy taxation burden, I mean, things are bad and yet they're good. Because Zedekiah, who is the brother of Jehoiakim's dad, Jehoiakim, is the puppet king. And the people that are in Jerusalem, they've not repented. Uh, they've not turned to God. Uh, this invasion has not caused them to consider their ways, a message that Haggai will preach some years later. No, none of that. No, a matter of fact, in many ways, they feel like they dodged a bullet. In many ways, they feel as if, man, you know, we, we, we're we not the ones that got taken captive. We're not the ones that have to be brought to Babylon. We get to stay here. And things are bad, but they're not really bad. And we can continue to live the way we're living and do the things we're doing. And we, we dodged it. And yet none of that was true. And the reason why God showed Jeremiah these two baskets of figs, one good, one bad, was to show the people that the way that you see a situation, the way that you see judgment and blessing is often very, very skewed. And the way that you assess A situation without the aid of the Word of God is often very, very wrong. And can I just say, we do that too. When we don't get our marching orders from, when we don't get our perspective, that's a better word, when we don't get our perspective from the Word of God, and we just try to figure out why bad things happen to us, or we just try to figure out why this didn't happen to them and this did happen to them. And we start to suggest all the reasons, well, God must be, that's unwise. No, we need to always look at situations through the lens of the word of God and ask ourselves the introspective question, you know, am I right with God? Am I following God? Is my behavior aligning with the word of God? And what's happening here is God is using the illustration of two baskets of figs to show them that the way that they're seeing this is really entirely wrong. Uh, Let's look at verse number three, and we'll, we'll end there, and tomorrow I'll kind of explain it. Verse number three, Then said the Lord unto me, What seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, figs. The good figs, very good, and the evil, very evil. What can that cannot be eaten? They are so evil. So interestingly, God told Jeremiah to go there. He provided the setting. Here's when this happened because God does things at certain times for certain reasons. And sometimes things don't make sense until they happen at a certain time. So timing with God is important. And sometimes, as we learned earlier, sometimes God has to show us things before he tells us things. So Jeremiah, go look at this potter. Okay, now let me explain what's happening. Watch this guy break this pottery. Okay, now let me tell you what's happening. So here, Jeremiah, look at these two baskets of figs. What do you see? Well, I see good figs. They're really, really good. Like I want to eat one right now. And then I see this this really bad basket of of figs, really bad, like uh, evil. I would never eat one. So there's this stark contrast what does it mean? Well, we'll talk about that. I feel like this is the cliffhanger. What does that mean? We'll talk about that uh, next episode. Hope you'll join us as we dive into verse number four. So that's it for today. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.